Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Business First Bank, with locations throughout the state, including 11 offices in the Baton Rouge area, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank. Banking with greater momentum. At B1Bank.com. Sewers on the Boulevard. We're out to lunch with Stephanie Regal. Stephanie Regal is a broadcaster and editor of Baton Rouge Business Report. It's business Baton Rouge style. Hi, I'm Stephanie Regal. Welcome to Out to Lunch. Baton Rouge may not be the first place you think of in connection with high fashion, but there's one notable exception. It's the company that invented the seersucker suit more than a century ago and today continues to redefine that classic staple of the southern wardrobe while also designing some of the trendiest and most sought-after looks for fashion-conscious gentlemen. That company is Haspel, and here to tell us about it is Lori Aronson, the president of Haspel and the granddaughter of the company's founder, Joseph Haspel. Lori, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you, Stephanie. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. Now, while Haspel has a long and venerable tradition in the fashion world, an upstart company with a focus on footwear is also starting to gain notice. The company is Sorority-inspired sandals, and as its name implies, it makes stylish sandals that bear the logos of Greek organizations. The products are becoming a must-have item for sororities throughout the SEC, and the company is starting to look at branching out beyond into other types of specialized apparel. Joining us is the company's co-founder, Danae Matthies. Danae, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you, Stephanie. All right, well, Laurie, I'm going to start with you. Haspel was started in New Orleans in 1910 by your grandfather, Joseph Haspel. And he really invented the seersucker suit, as, as the story goes? <laughs> as the, the story is correct, the tale is correct. Um, so he actually started the company in 1909. So our company is now 106 years old. Wow. And he really popularized the seersucker suit. He was taking a fabric that he was making uniforms out of for laborers wear and making uniforms and other things and took this lightweight puckered fabric and decided that hot is hot no matter where you are especially in the south and especially in the days before air conditioning sure. and he decided to turn this lightweight fabric into a gentleman's suit and he started cutting patterns one at a time and then realized if he started a factory he could make more than one suit at a time and so it, it took off and it actually became um, a very specialized suit in the fact that it was um, for the Ivy Leaguers and the, uh, the bankers and such. So it really became a popular item, uh, not just in the South, but all across the country. Do you have any idea how he made it popular so fast, how he overcame the stigma of it being a laborer's uniform, a, a fabric used for, for uniforms and turned it into something high-end and used by gentlemen? He really was an innovator of fabric, and that's what he was known for his entire career as an innovator of fabric, and Seersucker was just one of those things. And he um, he was also a great PR man, you know, back in the days before Apparently we all had these, so. you know, uh, New York PR firms. He was his own PR guy, and one day he 
wore his seersucker suit into the Atlantic Ocean during a trade conference, during a trade show, and came out. He was there to advertise his wash and wear suit. But people took notice of what he did in the marketplace to have fun, and um, it got noticed. So let's fast forward 106 years. Your family had the brand, it eventually sold it, it bought it back, licensed it out for a while, and then just a few years ago, you all took it over again, you and your dad, and you've been running the company ever since, and you've reinvented it, and you've got some really impressive New York designers, and y'all are all over the place. Thank you so much. It's, uh, the relaunch has been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of hard work, trust me. Very, very different um, than it had been you know all these years so i decided to take control of the brand again and by doing that i needed to hire the top brand manager i could find in new york and the top pr firm the top young hip designers that had the same attitude and feel uh, that the Haspel brand had so i brought on all these people and just built a team of people uh, who really knew a lot more about being in the clothing business than I did. Um, but in the you know 20 years that I've been in the clothing business, I've certainly learned a lot, but I know where my expertise lies and where it does not. So I hired people who really understood not just the fashion market, but the, the, you know, the men's market, it, the, um, the whole sense of style and age and fabric and all these things have to come together and being in the right retailers. So it really did take a team of te people to get uh, all of our things in place and um, And like you can't well. pick up an Esquire or a GQ now without seeing not just a Haspel ad, but like articles and features on, on you guys. Thank you. And we've really worked very hard on that. In fact, I just, uh, on the way over here today, I got notice that we're featured in Men's Health Magazine. And I want to bring Danae into the conversation here. You're dealing with footwear and you and your daughter came up with this idea for these sorority inspired sandals. And I know the, the, the system here at LSU recently finished its fall recruitment and all the young women were wearing y'all sandals, huh? Well, um, I certainly hope so. I know we shipped out quite a few throughout the United States and um, they're going very well. We are um, just one year into this and we're learning a lot. So where did this idea come from? You, yours or your daughter's or? My daughter, and I, uh, my daughter and I talked about it after she pledged the same sorority I pledged 30 years ago. I went out to find her different, she's a Pi Phi at LSU, and I went out to buy her different merchandise that were Pi Phi wear. Because this arrows, is what everybody does angels, after, after. And I noticed play. that the same sandal that I wore 30 years ago, actually it's been a little longer than 30 years, is still out there. And I told her, you know, we ought to really do something about this sandal issue. This is the same <laughs> shoe that I wore. So we just started playing around with it throughout the year. As the year rolled around, she started researching the, uh, the colors and symbols of each sorority. And I had a pair of sandals in my closet that we kind of played around with the design. And we met with a graphic artist and she put everything together with a design um, based off of what we thought would work. So we took that idea, came up with a name, Sorority Inspired Sandals, the acronym is SIS, as in sisterhood. Cute. Went to a business attorney and talked to him about just trying to pull this business together. We went through the process of trademarking our logo. That took, you know, that takes a little bit of time to do that. 
the business attorney told us that the sorority, even though there are no Greek letters on the sandals, that the sorority would still want a piece of that action. Um, Interesting. So they so get we a went cut through their, of the sandals? We went through their licensing, and they do. If it is the color and the symbol, they want it. Huh. And if you're marketing sorority girls. What we found out in the long run that there are a number of girls who like the sandal that are not in a sorority. The Delta Gamma sandal is an anchor, a <laughs> light blue anchor. Very common in the summer. Cute. We right. sold a lot, a lot of, people of those in those. the summer just to girls who are not in sorority. So we're starting to get a better track of who we're selling to so that we don't have to pay the royalties. Because if they're not in a, in a sorority, we, d we should not have to pay those. Also, we most recently had some good news from the area, the Orlando area. There's a small store there, the Primrose. She is selling our sandals to Seminole fans because the Pi Beta Phi is a maroon arrow centerpiece. The, the centerpieces are the, the uh, color and the symbol of the sandal. And so it's an arrow. So interesting the um, University of Florida fans are starting to buy those so that's just kind of a little mishap that works in our favor how do y'all know with respect to fashion whether it's footwear or seersucker suits what's gonna what's gonna hit and and what's gonna resonate with 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 the buyers well one thing that we rely on you know is the expertise of our designer and it's amazing because he does have all of our collections are inspired by either some event in history or some theme and he really does pick up on trends of course before they happen because what you have to remember especially in the fashion business which is um, different than a lot of others you're planning so far in advance right you just you just have to rely a lot on the designers um, fashion pieces but remember in our business only fashion's a part of it we like to stick to staples we like to stick to those things that are the basics that are going yeah. to sell from season to season whether it's a seersucker suit um, a short sleeve cotton tee or our version of the polo we need to stick to those and just have color variations each season I'm, we're finding that you either like these sandals or some <laughs> people don't. You know, we get rave reviews from girls who are like, I have to have these. You know, my whole sorority is going to order them for recruitment. And then you get people who you ask, you know, what do you think about them? No, not so much. You know, either the design or the color is not what they expected. Um, so we are working on more in our newer, newer sandals that are coming out. We have two or three that we have lined up to to make prototypes of. We're relying on the sororities to kind of tell us, what do you think about this design? What do you think about that? With the initial group, we came up with the designs. The national headquarters approved of the designs. So we felt like that was a stamp of approval for us to move forward. Now we're finding that we have a little bit of wiggle room mm -hmm. that we can kind of play with it a little bit, put it out there for a vote, uh, which is what we're doing with AD Pi. We'll be asking them, which of these do you like best? And we have different, There, it's a lion's head with two different colors for the centerpiece. So we're gonna go, let them decide. Okay, interesting. Well, Laurie and Danae, I'd like to introduce you both to Richard Hanley who doesn't have anything to do with high fashion or footwear, but he's a Baton Rouge entrepreneur who, like you both, has a passion for his 
product. Richard has a line of salad dressings that maybe you've seen in the stores here locally, Hanley's. It can be found on the shelves of more than 300 supermarkets, which is pretty impressive considering he just started out less than four years ago. We met Richard through the Louisiana Business and Technology Center. The LBTC is a business incubator that offers the resources of LSU to entrepreneurs and innovators. So Richard, thanks for joining us today on Glad Out I to Lunch. Be here. And yeah, just with our tagline, it's dress it up. So I kind of feel at home Oh, well, here. perfect we then. Suits, <laughs> we have shoes, we have good food, so. Excellent. Now you started out with sensation salad dressing, and That's now you've one. got four dressings. Coming up on our fourth one, correct. So about, uh, it was a little, about three years ago, uh, I discovered that my favorite salad dressing, sensation, can only be found in restaurants like Monsieur's or uh, at, uh, or you can make it yourself. You can never really get a bottle. It was one of those things that you just, it was at a restaurant or you make it at home. And one day I was at the grocery store grabbing ingredients and I could just <coughs> visually see it, this dressing on the shelf. Oh, I love it. I could visually see this thing happening right there. So I finished grabbing the ingredients to make our sensation dressing, went home to my house, talked to my wife about it. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna quit my day job. We're gonna make salad dressing. It's gonna be great. And she's like, "You're crazy. Just make the salad." And so, but after that, we started talking, and we kind of just put the date on the counter. I said, "One year from now, I just want to bring it to the farmers market, see where it goes." And so we started doing that. We started having salad parties, inviting family and friends to come over and taste our different variations of the sensation dressing. Some with blue cheese, some with feta, some with romano, which that's what's in there now. Uh, and then we took that winning recipe to the farmers market. And we were blown away. It took us like really? eight hours to make like three little old cases. <laughs> and we brought them smiling and we sold out in like two hours. That is And fantastic. we had like a sad face sold out sign on our table for the rest of the time there. And so we're like, we're going double our batch next time. We're coming up with, with uh, six cases and we sold out even faster. Wow. So I knew we had something. Went back up, uh, did quit my day job, which And was what was crazy. your day job back then? Uh, marketing and advertising. So you, so you already had an idea of how yeah. to bring a product and Right, it, and, right? I, and I've helped, uh, I worked with uh, GMAC Advertising on Canal Street in New Orleans. Oh, and perfect. I love it, she's a great woman. Uh, and very supportive on this venture that I've been on. Uh, she thought I was crazy, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's, been, it's been fun having that background uh, to be able to create things and design, do the website, you know, from designing it to coding it to hacking it. Uh, and yet yeah, the labels, the photography, I love so it. So that's all, that's, that's all the fun part of, of it. But the food, the, the food aspect of it is, is sure. really important too, and you love Absolutely. that, and, and that's what's really selling is Yeah, because at the end of the day, you may have the sexiest thing on the shelf, but if it doesn't taste good, I mean, it has to taste great. There's enough good stuff already out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. It's got to be great. And that's the hard part. It's like we had a home run. You know, how do you repeat that? And yeah, and so you have with what else? So, yeah, our second year we made a seasonal. This is basically we got bored and had at the farmer's <laughs> market had a lot of strawberries from all these farmers. And we made a strawberry vinaigrette with Louisiana cane syrup. And Excellent. that kind of sprung board this idea. And it was great because we were talking about seasonal things earlier with you guys. And during strawberry season, that did well. But we discovered that afterwards, it kind of doesn't. Okay. So, it, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a summer thing. Uh, and so, yeah, then the next year, uh, we went on to the next thing. We've been planting avocado for a very long time. We started to figure out in the first year, how do you take this idea mm -hmm. to go from, uh, you know, a product to a company? And so that's when we had the philosophy of we just want to make smarter, better for you food. And the kind of evolution comes up to our, uh, 
our fourth and one that I'm really most excited about. It's our it's a plant based ranch. It's uh, made meaning with that it doesn't have any dairy in no, it, and ranch typically tastes, is dairy, right? I think right? we should open up the bottle and try I it because so. I think so. I want you guys to try this. <laughs> we would love this. So, uh, the, yeah, it's plant based, allergen free. We use uh, yellow Canadian peas that give me the identical emulsion of a chicken egg. But okay, like we we said. You know, if we want to be the food company for the next 20 to 200 years, which that's what I'm in it to win it, uh, it's like we, we got something's got to change. The food industry just isn't smart. So you have traditional ranch where right. they have the water that grows the corn, that feeds the chicken, that's in some I some you know warehouse in Iowa, you know, just to put out an egg, just to make a creamy ranch. We All think right, that's we're going nuts. In. Yeah, we're gonna do this. One. All right, let's let's hear your thoughts. That's very good. All right, give it me something delicious. bad. Something good, mm -hmm. something bad. No. No, that is, All right, let's very see. Very that good. is okay. very, very good. So you can oh, use I that as it. a dressing or a dip. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we're working on like a Creole ranch. We're oh, working it's on the powders and the dry seasoning. Love it's it. Thick texture. So you. you're branching out beyond just salad dressings. We want to take out Hidden Valley. That's you want to cool. take out Hidden Valley? <laughs> That's the game plan. Okay. So the, we're, we're the not-so-Hidden Valley, right? We want to make smarter food. Excellent. And... Yeah. Ladies, w you all are both very stylish and fashionable, and I, I know you eat healthy and, and live healthy. What what do you think a salad dressing needs? Not Richard's products per se, but what would you look for when you're shopping, you know, or ordering for a salad dressing or a? Well, we're very much a salad family. I mean, every restaurant in town or wherever we go is always judged by what salads they served. I mean, that's uh, that's how Me we too. that you know how we grew up, but. You know, it's funny in, in times when you've tried different diets and things and they're like, you know, you can only use one tablespoon of dressing or fat free right. or, no, you know, they have all these calorie free, uh, sugar free, fat free, taste free dressings <laughs> on the market. Um, and they're really, they're all bad. They're bad. You know, the they really they're really bad, bad. If you look at the back. Every single time yeah. I read ingredients yeah. on I all the salad dressing. Yeah. I don't like a lot of added sugar to anything. Yeah. Um, but I just, I like a good salad dressing. And when I become loyal to a salad dressing, that it, like, we'll buy it forever. So if it's healthy and, and fresh and low fat or... Well, and I'm interested in knowing, I'm a balsamic vinaigrette mm. type of person. So are you thinking about There's that down, down the line? There's a bourbon balsamic in the works, yes. Yeah. Oh, I like that. I love that kind of, um, that's kind of mine. I do like the texture of this. Sometimes sure. I'm funny about um, the thickness of it, but that's really good as Thank a you. dip. I think I would yeah. like that as a dip. I, I do too. And we have a Creole ranch coming out too. Uh, hopefully I can get it out as soon as that sounds after great. that's done, yeah. which is great for like catfish or seafood. How adventuresome do y'all find the retail consumers in Baton Rouge or you know this part of the country for new products, be they sandals or suits or salad dressings? Um, I like to say that I love Baton Rouge because at the farmer's market, uh, people are passionate about other people and stories and food. So if you have a good story to say and you have something that they can relate to with food, music, culture, uh, it really, I think, connects well. So we, we've had a great start in Baton Rouge, spreading into New Orleans. And uh, yeah, I really love the people of Baton Rouge. They seem to react very positively. Well, right. what about with your suits? I mean, how receptive is the market here to the seersucker suits? Oh, it's or been really good, yeah. actually. Um, yeah, we really would love to have some more local <laughs> retailers, um, but our Louisiana retailers have done 
very, very well um, across Baton Rouge, New Orleans, and Lafayette. Okay. And um, every season we're opening up more and more retailers across the country because, again, our brand, it may have started out as a southern brand and has a southern taste to it, if yeah. you will. It's definitely um, a product that can be worn all over the country because, remember, Haspel's a lot more than just seersucker. Even though we're known for seersucker, we do so many other things mm -hmm. in terms of other sportswear and such so we're not just a suit company although that's you know essentially what we're known for and i suppose in your case danae you're primarily in this market yeah. we are an online retail okay so that's where most of our business comes from so you're everywhere we're everywhere we are we last week i shipped to los angeles to new jersey this week no kentucky kidding. all over um, we are locally, we tried our hand at just trying to get the word out um, through a little bit of wholesale. I, I'd have to order a lot of sandals to get a really, really, really good wholesale price. And so this is my daughter and I and a very supportive husband. <laughs> so we don't have a whole lot of, um, a whole lot of stock. So I was fortunate enough that Balfour House, Angela at Balfour House has been really nice and that she's carrying all 11 designs and has been through rush and we'll keep them through um big sis little sis and and throughout sure. so we have a small store right outside the university of florida and also the university of kansas excellent that are helping us all right well look y'all we're gonna take a break real quick and do what we call the checklist it's that part of the show where we take a little break and ask you each a quick question you probably wouldn't find on a loan application so Janae, i'll start with you what was your first job my first job, I was 15. I worked in Natchitoches. I grew up in Natchitoches, Louisiana, and my first job was at Baskin Robbins. Very nice. I, I had all 33 flavors. <laughs> Back then, they were 33 cents a scoop. Uh, wow, so that's great. So I know times have changed, but that was my first job. All right, Lori, what about you? Do you have a favorite saying? I actually have a lot of favorite sayings, uh, but I guess my top one is uh, opportunity is a matter of choice, not a matter of chance. And I really feel like you have to create the opportunities yourself and not wait on them. And that's been so true in so many things that I've done, uh, especially in the clothing world. Mm-hmm. Excellent. I completely agree. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Richard, what is your greatest extravagance? Extravagance. <laughs> like what gets me, what makes me move forward in life and or in business or maybe your greatest in just indulgence with indulgence yeah okay. so one of those things is is running i know one of the first things was uh you uh interviewing jenny P peters that's right with we Barchi had jenny Sports. on the show a few weeks ago uh, and yeah i that's my form of meditation that's how i kind of sit back and think about that i believe in the philosophy in order to be all the way on you yeah. have to be all the way off. And whether that's doing exercising or that's hanging out at the beach or staying with your kids, you got to find a way to turn off completely airplane mode, leave the phone at home, mm -hmm. and just find yourself. And I find that, that I, I really enjoy doing that. I think that's great. Yeah, I, I find that a lot too. Yeah. All right, well, y'all, before we wrap up, I want to ask you all a round of two quick questions. I'll ask you each the same question, and you can give me your answer in a couple of sentences. Who is the source of inspiration for your company? Or, I mean, your businesses all rely so much on creative inspiration. What keeps you fresh and inspired? Um, 
You know, one of the things that I always go back to is my great-grandfather, uh, Joseph Haspel Sr., who started the company, and I never met him. So really what I go on is I live by the pictures and the stories that my family, particularly my mother, who is a Haspel, yeah. Susan Haspel Lipsy, uh, has told me all the years about his love of entertaining and having fun and never being too serious. And he and my grandfather, Joseph Haspel Jr., just lived their lives that way, and that does inspire me for a lot of things. That's wonderful. Danae? Um, I think the thing that moves me and spurs me on, as well as my daughter, is the challenge. You know, we like the challenge, and it's been challenging, and we're learning as we go, and uh, we're trying to tackle the social media challenge right now, and, <laughs> and that's always interesting. But social media is tough. I mean, social I media is very tough. You get it or you don't. But right, I think and we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I bet this young man here on my right knows a thing or two yeah, about it. Yeah, we should it. talk. We should have some coffee or a beer, preferably. Pelican House. <laughs> um, what inspires me? Well, we want to put a dent in the universe. We want to change the world. And we think we can do that with uh, the food system, like we're talking about how it's just not, it, it's not scaling. It wasn't built for the 21st century, you mm -hmm. know? So I want to try to build a better, smarter food system. That's and what keeps me going. And that really is going to require a lot of ed education, you know? Well, does, don't that's you think? why I don't call this vegan ranch, although it is. <laughs> yes. uh, we, because that would, no one would buy it, you know? And they're like, oh, it's probably, it's probably <laughs> too healthy. <laughs> so the idea is to give people what they want and what they're used to and what they're comfortable with at the same time uh, make it just completely game-changing. One more question, y'all. What is the next big thing on the horizon for your company? Uh, we're getting into some uh, other products that we're very excited about. Um, and we're going to hopefully go into some women's wear as well as some accessories and hopefully be able to dive into fragrance and home products and many other things. So that's totally different than what Haspel has, has been doing so far. It's totally different, but it's still in our wheelhouse. It's things, it's a natural progression of where we should be now at this point, now that we success successfully relaunched Haspel Men's, um, the other products that we're trying to launch are going to be just a natural fit for us. Lori, that's using the same fabrics and mm -hmm. such. How soon, how soon are we talking? When I um, said next. I probably about, oh, about a year from now. Excellent. It takes that long in development sure. just yeah. to get it, right? Working on this for a year, I know how that is. So <laughs> what about you, Richard? So next up, obviously, is our ranch. It's coming out the Whole Foods Fresh Markets, uh, Rouse's, all the AG stores. So we're just been up to my head and that's. Uh, second to that is like we're talking about our Creole Ranch. I just got some really great uh, Southern Cayenne mash that we're going to be blending with it. It's going to taste amazing. Um, but yeah, the idea is to, like we said earlier, delete Hidden yes. Valley. So we're, we're going nationwide. All right. We're going to have nationwide <laughs> trade shows next year. Uh, and we're, we're ready for growth. So we got manufacturing, distribution, and yeah. Excellent. Next year, hopefully, we'll be uh, from coast to coast. We deliver from coast to coast, even Australia online. Wow, uh, But we want to get in retail. Danae, what's next on the horizon for sorority-inspired sandals? We have 11 designs. We need probably about 10 more. So oh, wow. we will be up to our ears expanding that way for a while. All right. Well, y'all, thank you so much. This Thanks was so much well, fun. Thank you. It's so great to hear about everything that y'all are doing, and um, y'all have impressive stories to tell. So thanks for joining me on Out to Lunch. My guests today on Out to Lunch have been Lori Aronson of Haspel, Danae Matthews of Sorority Inspired Sandals, and Richard Hanley of Hanley's Salad Dressings. You can find out more about Haspel, Sorority Inspired Sandals, and Hanley's by following the links on our website, wrkf.org, and itsbatonrouge.la. 
Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Mansur's on the Boulevard in Baton Rouge. Mansur's is open for lunch daily from 11 to 2, for dinner nightly, and for brunch on Saturdays and Sundays. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our associate producer is Peter Raschuti. And our Baton Rouge business consultants are Charlie D'Agostino and Ann Edelman. You can see photos from this show on itsbatonrouge.la and on our Facebook page. These photos are taken by Ken Stewart. Mitch Foreman wrote and performs all the music on Out to Lunch. Mitch's new album, Puzzle, is out now. And you can find out more about that at mitchellforeman.com. You can get this show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. And you can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsbatonrouge.la and wrkf.org. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsbatonrouge.la and WRKF 89.3 FM. I'm Stephanie Regal. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Mansur's for more business Baton Rouge style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys and offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com And by Business First Bank, with locations throughout the state, including 11 offices in the Baton Rouge area, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank. Banking with greater momentum at B1Bank.com.